everyone, and welcome to the Planning for Retirement podcast, where we help educate you on how to retire with confidence. My name is Kevin Lau. I'm your host. Just a quick disclaimer, I'm the owner of a fee-only RIA registered in Florida, basically a fancy term for an independent financial planning firm. The name of it is Imagine Financial Security. However, this information is for educational purposes only and should not be used as investment legal or tax advice. If you do want to learn more about my firm, you can go to my website at imaginefinancialsecurity.com. All right, let's jump in today. Uh, this is episode number 10. It's called Six Reasons to Take Advantage of a Roth Conversion. And I was actually on the radio earlier this week, and I've been talking to a lot of folks, uh, clients included, about this, uh, this topic of Roth conversions as of late, mainly because the market is down. We're in a bear market with the S&P 500. Um, as of today, June 16th, we're down about 24% year, um, since year to date. And uh, the NASDAQ is closer to 33% down year to date. So why is a down market a good time to convert assets to Roth? Well, number one, it's got to make sense to do a Roth conversion. And so we'll talk about what those reasons are here in a minute. And actually, I'm going to be playing uh, my interview with Kevin Gettings, the owner of WSOS Radio. Uh, as the podcast episode today, but I didn't get to everything. So I wanted to do a little bit of a preface before I start the recording. Um, but why is it a good time to do it when the market is down? It's mainly because if, if a Roth conversion makes sense, you're essentially exchanging a number of shares uh, based on the dollar amount you want to convert from your tax deferred account, whether it's an IRA or a 401k, and you're exchanging that over into a Roth. So you'll have to pay taxes now in exchange for tax-free growth, which Roth accounts have the advantage for. So, um, so in essence, when the market's down, you are able to convert more shares with the same dollar amount. So if you were looking to convert $50,000 worth of, let's say, VTI, Vanguard's total index, um, you know, essentially, you're going to be able to convert an additional 20% worth of shares because of the market being down roughly 20% year to date. So this is a great time to look at this, not saying we're at the bottom of the market and certainly with the markets could continue to fall, but we can control market volatility. We're in it for the long haul, but we can control smart tax planning. Um, so I'm gonna just go over the six reasons to convert. I also wrote about this on my blog, on my website at imaginefinancialsecurity.com. Just click on my blog and I have a lot more detail uh, in that. So if you want to actually skip the audio version, if you're not liking this, you can just go read it. Or if you don't have time and you want to read it later. Um, but you know, the six reasons, the first one is actually for the accumulator. So folks that are pre-retirement um, and these are for contributions. And essentially the first reason is you make too much to contribute directly to a Roth IRA. So if you're single, married, filing, jo filing jointly, there, there are income thresholds in which if you cross over them, you are no longer able to contribute directly to a Roth IRA. And therefore, the Roth conversion or backdoor Roth IRA contribution comes into play, where essentially you'll make a contribution, a non-deductible contribution into an IRA and then convert those assets into a Roth IRA. So um, there are some tax traps you might fall into. So consult, of course, you're with your tax planner, your financial planner, et cetera, before you make this move. Um, but these are available in IRAs. They're also sometimes avail available in 401ks. And again, I wrote a lot more about in detail on my blog. Um, you can check that out. 
Reasons two through six are for folks that are nearing retirement, have accumulated a substantial amount of savings in these tax-deferred IRAs or 401ks. So maybe you're 55 and you've got a million bucks in an IRA or a 401k, all of it's tax-deferred. And you're thinking, hey, you know, I'm retiring pretty soon. Should I think about doing Roth conversion? So um, the, the number two reason is for tax-free growth long-term. So if you're kind of in the camp of, hey, tax rates probably aren't going down, potentially going up or staying the same, that tax-free growth, that compounding interest of tax-free growth versus tax-deferred growth is much more powerful. Number three, it could eliminate or reduce your required minimum distribution by the time you turn RMDH, which is for most people 72. Uh, number four, it could save you money on Medicare premiums in retirement. Many people don't realize when you sign up for Medicare, not everyone is paying the same premium. It is income-based. So the more money you make, the more you've saved for retirement, the higher those required minimum distributions might be, and therefore the higher your Medicare penalty might be. Okay, uh, so so definitely take a look at that. Number five, uh, reducing what I like to call the widow's tax penalty. Um, so the likelihood that the uh, a married couple passes away in the same year is very low. Most of the time, the women are outliving the men, uh, or one spouse is outliving the other spouse by by many years. Um, so instead of being able to file jointly, which is much more tax advan advantage for most people, um, the surviving spouse will have to switch over to a single tax filer, typically after two years after the initial spouse passed away. So taking that into consideration, making sure that you're not putting your surviving spouse in an un unfair tax uh, situation or unfavorable tax situation when you pass away. Uh, is, is a good reason to convert those assets from traditional to Roth. And then last but not least, with the SECURE Act going into effect at the end of 2019, this is creating the largest acceleration of taxes on retirement accounts that we've ever seen. Um, you know, essentially the stretch IRA is eliminated for most non-spousal beneficiaries. So that acceleration of tax is a big reason to exchange from those tax deferred accounts to tax-free because when those accounts are left to your next generation, your, your kids or grandkids, those beneficiaries can enjoy the tax-free distributions of those assets in lieu of tax deferred. So those are the six reasons. Uh, again, check out my blog if you want to read about it in more detail. And, I, uh, and I'm going to now play my uh, interview with Kevin Gettings on the radio this week. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, and everyone have a great day. And until next time. any 401k money, she really can't buy you any love right now. Right, Kevin? Yeah. Right. A little bit yeah no i'm <laughs> just kidding you know you know it's funny people get all spooked out about the stock market and you know whether it goes up or down and i always try to remind folks not that i'm some sort of expert but i am somebody who invests in the market that um it is a market if it if it only went up that you might just you might as well just buy a cd there I wouldn't mean, be it, any reward well there would, know, it wouldn't with, be a market right yeah, exactly so anyway um i'm always the eternal optimist when it comes to that sort of thing and it feels like we're heading in uh you know eventually we will get into a better place than we are today but yes it's a little scary this morning with futures for the s p looking like they may be in bear market territory and like we talked about earlier this morning we said kevin Lau would stop by and of course he's a big part of our family here at wsos and he is with imagine financial security imagine financial security is located right here in our part of the world. You can learn more by going to imaginefinancialsecurity.com. That's imaginefinancialsecurity.com. So over the years, we've heard about uh, this thing called a Roth IRA. So maybe you can give us a simplified definition of just what that is, because that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, so you know, the, the concept of a Roth IRA is essentially pay the tax now 
And everything, if you do it the right way, everything that grows and compounds and the withdrawals in that Roth IRA should be tax-free in retirement. And and uh, compare that to a traditional IRA or traditional 401k, you get a tax deduction up front, and then all of that compounding interest and those distributions on the back end will be taxed as ordinary income in retirement. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. And so people you know, typically make a choice, right? At some point, they decide whether or not they're going to use that sort of a version of an, RA, of an IRA or something else, right? What are some of the determinant factors that would make them go to an, a Roth IRA? Yeah, well, you know, so so Roths didn't really come around until 1998, and you know that and that was for the IRA, the 401k version. Several years later, um, so many of the clients that I work with are over 55, and they've accumulated the majority of their assets for retirement in tax deferred vehicles inside of these 401ks and IRAs, um, and they and they might be concerned with where taxes are headed in the future. Um, you know, you look at where Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security levels are funded. Um, you know, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, that is going to be sunsetting at the end of 2025. So tax brackets for the majority of Americans are going to go up unless something changes. So I think the, the, the general concept is, you know, does it make sense to pay taxes now at a potentially lower rate and enjoy tax-free compounding as opposed to tax-deferred compounding going forward? Hey, if you're just hopping into your vehicle or you're tuning in, uh, that's the voice of Kevin Lau. And of course, he is president of Imagine Financial Security, located right here in our part of the world. Go to imaginefinancialsecurity.com. That's imaginefinancialsecurity.com. And I guess if you make the choice to convert your 401k to a Roth IRA or what have you, uh, you would have to sell all your stock immediately to do it, right? Actually, you could do a direct transfer. The logistics are have, have uh, improved drastically over the years. So you can do a direct transfer from one account to the other. So you have to have an IRA set up and you have to have a Roth IRA set up. Uh, and, and, you know, typically those, those transfers can happen pretty quickly. Um, but a good time to do it is when the market's down, you know, a lot of people think, you know, okay, well, you know, what are some strategies to do when the markets are volatile? Um, you know, we're in a bear market with the NASDAQ, the S and P, like you said, is, is, you know, likely going to be, be in a bear market at the end of the, the trading day today. So the idea of converting shares in a bear market or a downturn is you can convert a higher number of shares with the same dollar amount. And then those shares will have tax-free compounding as opposed to tax-deferred. So if you're looking to make this strategy work, again, everyone's situation is different. So don't take this as tax or legal advice. Please consult your own professionals. Uh, but if the strategy makes sense for you, doing it when the market's down is a huge lift. Kevin Lau and his team, of course, can help you navigate through all this. It's important to know, too, I guess just as a casual outside observer, it seems to me that you know, you need someone like you on your team, you know, if you have a couple hundred grand or half a million or whatever in retirement savings, just because these rules change all the time. We just had a rule change, uh, right, as it relates to what age you need to be to start utilizing some of your retirement funds. Correct. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about the SECURE Act um, all day, I mean, frankly, but, you know, the, there's there's two major changes. Number one is the required minimum distribution age went from 70 and a half to 72, and it's going to be going up a little bit over the next several years as well. Um, and also the, the way assets and retirement accounts are transferred over to the next generation to, to kids or grandkids, significant changes there in, in, in minimizing who can inherit an IRA uh, with the old rules pre-2019. So those are two big changes that really um, have, have made the Roth conversion a huge, huge home run for my clients you know, over the last several years and into the next decade, frankly. Yeah. I think so often there's so many people, and that's one of the reasons Kevin is on with us this morning. You know, so many people just sort of fly along blindly. You know, we'd like to think that, okay, well, the government's going to tell me when I need to invest the right way or what I need to do. The reality is they, they really don't. You know, it's almost like selecting the right Medicare coverage. You know, you got to 
kind of got to have to, you need to go out there and find uh, the expert guidance that you need in order to maximize your financial position. Yeah. Kind of burying your head in the sand. I mean, you know, it, and it's common, you know, people are busy, you know, they have families, they have careers that are, that are extremely demanding with their time. And so oftentimes, you know, the, the biggest value add my clients tell me is that they, you know, me taking them off the treadmill of life and just planning is a huge value add. But to your point, um, you know, the, many of these folks that are contributing to these 401ks and IRAs throughout the retirement years, all of a sudden they get to retirement and, they, and then they ask, they come to me and they say, Hey, you know, how does this work from a tax standpoint, taking income out? Um, and that's why I try to get ahead of the curve, you know, starting with these, these strategies, uh, in the early fifties, mid fifties, it, it puts, uh, puts you at a huge advantage by the time you start drawing that income in retirement. Um, specifically as it relates to these required minimum distributions where the IRS makes you take out of a qualified plan by the time you turn 72. Otherwise, you get a sm- uh, slapped with a 50% penalty. Wow. Because you don't want to get hit with no. Hey, it's six minutes after nine o'clock. Already 82 degrees in St. Augustine on our way up to a high today in the low 90s, they say. You know, they being the National Weather Service. 93 degrees, a 20 to 30% chance of a scattered afternoon shower. So it's definitely summertime, right? And we're spending time with Kevin Lau. We'll get back to the music here in just a moment. But he is, of course, in charge of financial security with Imagine Financial Security. And he can help you if you're somebody that perhaps, you know, has had all your money in public stock or, you know, you're just, you know, working with, you know, a retirement fund that became part of your time with Northrop Grumman or something like that. He can really help you get to the next level and achieve, you know, a more secure retirement, right? Yeah. It, it, the planning is huge. You know, when, when you know, all the relationships we start with our clients starts with start, starts with planning. You know, and, and just an example recently, you know, I was working with someone who in their, in their mid, mid 60s um, has worked most of the most of his career at, at the same company, but switched switched, uh, you know, one or two times. So he had a few different 401ks, but running the projection of what those required minimum distributions are in his 401k plans and his IRAs by the time he turned 72 was a huge eye opener because a lot of that income he didn't need. You know, he has a, a social security, he has a military pension. And so that RMD, it's, it's essentially gravy on top. So if he had the choice, he wouldn't take it out of his qualified plan. He'd let it continue to grow tax deferred. But with those 401ks, those IRAs, you have to take those distributions, whether or not you need it, unless that money is in a Roth IRA. That is the only account that has no required minimum distributions mm-hmm. during your lifetime. And so um, so the strategy before he turns 72 over the next six years is we're going to do some, some, some small conversions each year, pay the tax now at potentially lower rates, and then reduce that required minimum distribution by the, term, by the time he turns 72. So not only will that reduce his tax bracket in retirement, but it also is going to reduce the amount he's paying for Medicare costs, which most people definitely don't think about uh, you know, before, before they turn 65 and before they actually retire. Is What are your premiums going to be in Medicare? It's income-related. It's right. income-based. Yeah, arguably, as you head into your late 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, that is when you know, you really do need some good financial guidance, right? I mean, for the most yeah. part, when you're in your normal working years, in your 40s, 30s, what have you, you know, you're just chugging along, you know, trying to make sure you meet all of your current family expenses, your costs, and maybe setting aside some money for retirement. Now we're getting to the point when you get into your 60s, utilization of those funds, right? And that's where you can help. Yeah, I call it the uh, the retirement red zone, sort of, you know, the, the, the 10 years prior to you retiring, and then the 10 years after you retired. It's It's you know, decisions are magnified and mistakes are magnified if you make the wrong move. Um, so, so obviously, from an investment perspective, that's important, especially during volatile times. But certainly, from a tax perspective, which also adds rate of return on your portfolio over the long haul, uh, is is you know what what I try to help my clients with yeah. as they prepare. 
That's the voice of Kevin Lau with Imagine Financial Security. He's been doing this work a long, long time, and he has seen all these different markets, you know, including the ugly one that's been going on over the last couple of weeks. And uh, he's also been around for the good times, too. But his goal is to help guide you through it all so that it's, you know, still to your maximum advantage, right? Yeah, you know, the, obviously the market right now is painful, you know, so, you know, we're in it now. So this is the recency effect of like this market is bad, but like relatively speaking, this we've been through this many times, you know, you know, 2008, 2009, that was a bad market. You know, that the market's right. dropped over 50%. You know, right now, so far year to date, we're going to be ref- or from from peak to, to, to the, the trough about 20%. So that's a normal correction, a normal bear market. Um, so what you do during those bear markets, that's what matters, yeah. you know, so making sure you're making strategic moves of buying what's undervalued with potential growth over the next 10 years is super important. And also make sure you weren't overexposed or you, you currently are not overexposed to, to potentially some of the more riskier assets that are going to be sold off more heavily during a rising interest rate environment. That's yeah. what, that's, what's important. Well, Kevin can guide you through all that, uh, regardless of where you are in that retirement red zone that he spoke of. We have a lot of our listeners who you know, in your 40s and 50s, you have other listeners I know who are in their 70s. And it's important at every stage of the process to really have good guidance. And it's uh, amazing, too, that we have somebody like him that's here locally with his experience. You know, he's worked in other parts of the country, obviously, but he can help you here and help you get to where you can have some financial peace where you're not worried about it every day, right? Yeah. And, and you know, the, the planning doesn't stop, you know, after that first years of 10 years of retirement, it just changes, you know, for, for the folk, from the clients that I work with that are in their seventies, even eighties, um, you know, a lot of times they, they've kind of had a taste of like, Hey, the, the plan is working, you know, and now they're thinking of like, how do I leave this to the next generation? How do I maximize what goes to my kids and what, and minimize what goes to the government? You know, they want to maximize what stays in the family. And so taxes is a part of that conversation. Um, so, you know, I mentioned the secure act when that went into law at the end of 2019, that changed the way those assets are passed on to the next generation. And essentially as an acceleration of the tax on those retirement accounts, 401ks, IRAs, and forcing you to spend those down, your beneficiaries to spend those down within 10 years, you know, whereas before, you know, your child, your, your grandchild could stretch out that retirement account for their life expectancy. You know, that is no longer. So the acceleration of taxes, um, you know, in, in my opinion, has really driven, you know, clients to really look at this Roth conversion strategy seriously, you know, so they can maximize the tax efficiency of what goes to the heirs. Kevin Lau, once again, is with us live. Imagine Financial Security. Go to imaginefinancialsecurity.com. That's imaginefinancialsecurity.com. We're going to put all this information up on our Facebook page and on Instagram as well so that you can capture it there when you get in front of a screen. You can also go old school. That's right. He has a phone. Yeah. And he answers it. 904-323-2069. That's 904-323-2069 right here in Northeast Florida. We'll be back. as Billy Joel knows, only the good die young. So that means, you know, most of our listeners are going to be living quite a long time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, with that in mind, you really need Kevin Lau's services, right? I mean, that's, that's the big uncertainty. You know, how long am I going to live after I retire? You know, and that's kind of a, you know, a lighthearted thing you might consider. But the more serious side of it is, will I run out of money, Kevin? 
my wife's grandmother, uh, who passed away a few years ago, she lived until 98. Wow. And I used to joke with her. I said, you know, no, like, you know, what's your secret? And her answer, she was this country woman. She was like, you know, Jack Daniels. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't know if that's true or not, but, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, more, more and more people are living longer into, into their, well into their nineties. You know, mm-hmm. you look at the life expectancy of someone that's uh, a female that's 62 has a 30% chance to live until 96. So, I mean, uh, you know, when, when I'm planning with clients that are over the age of 55, over the age of 60, um, you know, we, we could potentially looking at, be looking at a 30-year-plus retirement, even longer potentially than they were working. Um, so you got to take that into consideration. And with inflation as high as it has been this past year, you know, the cost of goods going up over that retirement period on a potentially a fixed income, uh, it's definitely worrisome for a lot of my clients. And that's what we try to plan for and make sure that we can mitigate that inflation risk coupled with that that longevity risk. Yeah, and I would think that's why they need to work with someone like you. It's not that you're going to be uh, investing in you know crazy high-risk stocks or whatever, but you have to have a strategy, right, to keep pace with inflation. Yeah. I mean, we hope that it's certainly not going to stay at 8% plus, but there's always inflation. I mean, even if it's yeah. 1% or 2%, right? Yeah, I mean, every investment has risk. You know, I think that's why it's so important to have a personalized investment policy statement for each family that I work with. You know, so and that's so it's it's a desired goal for what they're investing for. You know, because right. I I might have a client that they want to die with zero. You know, they don't want to leave anything behind. You know, maybe they don't have children, or maybe they've done all they've they've sent their kids to private school and you know funded their grandkids' education. So they want to enjoy retirement to the maximum. And then I have other clients they do want to preserve some assets to the next generation, or maybe a charitable uh, you know interest that they have. And so those investment objectives are going to be a little bit different. Therefore, those investment strategies will be different as well. Yeah. If you have any questions about that, of course, Kevin Lau is right here, lives here in St. John's County. He's available and works with folks here and from around the country, but he's available right here. He chose to live here in paradise, right? You can live anywhere. You might as well live here. You know, working remote, I work uh, remotely a good chunk of the time these days. Uh, so, you know, going into my office, it's, you know, it's almost like, you know, just sort of getting away from the kids sometimes, you know, get a, getting away from the, the noise. But um, yeah, the majority of our clients are here, uh, most mostly in St. John's County, a little bit in Duval. Uh, and then we have clients in four other states at this mm-hmm. point in time. So we can work with clients remotely as well. Uh, but we like to serve our, our community here locally in, uh, in St. Augustine, St. John's County. ImagineFinancialSecurity.com is the website we'd like you to check out or share that with some folks that you may know who are, you know, struggling a bit. You know, a lot of you out there may just have a Charles Schwab account or a Vanguard account or something like that. And you are a little troubled these days because you feel like you're in over your head, especially with the market going south over the last couple of weeks. You know, talk to Kevin. There's no high pressure sales and he can help guide you a little bit and tell you how people end up working with him and how that's structured. ImagineFinancialSecurity.com. That's ImagineFinancialSecurity.com. We always have a topic when Kevin uh, stops by, and this week uh, we were talking about Roth conversions and Roth IRAs. And you know, remind our listeners again for folks who just hopped in the car. You know, what what our basic message is on this? Yeah. So essentially, you know, a, a Roth conversion is is transferring some money from a tax deferred account that you currently have, whether it's a traditional IRA or traditional four hundred one k, and moving that into a Roth. Um, so you'd pay the taxes now, but the benefit is that you would have tax free growth on those assets that you would convert into the Roth IRA forever, as long as you do it the right way. Um, and, and there are several benefits to it. I just wrote about this on, on my uh, most recent blog post at imaginefinancialsecurity.com. Um, but you know, reduce, reducing your required minimum distributions, which ultimately will reduce your taxable income in retirement, which could reduce your tax brackets in retirement, um, potentially saving you money on Medicare premiums in retirement, maximizing the efficiency of, of how your assets are passed on to the next generation, 
uh, and just overall making your tax your 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 financial plan more tax diversified. You know, are some some of the general concepts that my clients are interested in. Once again, that's Kevin Lau. Imagine financial security. That's Imagine Financial Security. If you have questions about uh, Roth IRAs and uh, also other ways that you can protect your money from the tax man, if you will, all of course legal, if you will, but all it's, but it's interesting. There's the government allows you to make some really bad financial choices, right? <laughs> when it comes true, to yeah. retirement, they Absolutely. do. Yep. And it's not that they're malicious about it. I think it's all in the name of giving you options and making sure that you have a system in place that meets the needs of different people, right? It's kind of like with Medicare. You know, you, the Medicare folks, we, you know, when you hit Medicare, there's all these tons of options for what you can do and how you can get yourself covered. And people go, why does the government do this to me? Well, it's because they want to try to give you as many options as humanly possible. They make it extremely complicated. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and sometimes you know, that information overload and, and all of the, the various options causes inaction. Uh, I, I think, you know, frankly, that's one of the, the primary reasons why, why clients really enjoy working with our firm is that there's so much information out there. You can just go online and search on Google, like, should I convert my assets <laughs> to a Roth? Um, but, but I think people appreciate an expert's opinion on how that applies to them specifically. Right. You know, they can go online and read a bunch of information, but how does that pertain to their specific unique situation uh, and their unique objectives? And that's really where I think we shine and we can add the most value to our clients. Well, I, that's funny that you had mentioned that, that whole notion of going online and saying, you know, well, what should I do or how should I invest right now? That's like, to me, being diagnosed with a brain tumor and going on Google, and, you know, and, and just relying on Doctor Google, well, to, you know, uh, you need some professional guidance, folks. Yeah, it's funny. My my mother in law likes to say, "Google know all." That, that's that's kind of her <laughs> her joke. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting. If you if you search on Google uh, specifically around tax advice, there is a lot of misinformation on Google because the tax code, to your point, changes so much. And so these articles that were published in 2009, 2010, yeah. they're still online, and they're still one of the, potentially the top search options that you can go into Google. Google's not going in and saying, this is right or this is wrong. It's what is getting the most traction, what's getting the most clicks and hits. Um, so I think that's a big, a big issue that I see when it comes to tax planning is what information is, is correct, number one, and then what information applies to their specific situation and their financial plan. Yeah, specifically, I know a lot of our listeners would probably go online and search, well, at what age do I have to start dispersing funds from my IRA accounts? No. And a lot of that data on Google would be totally wrong because that age number has changed. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the seventy-two is, um, and and I and I actually wrote another article specifically about this that I call it the tax trap of traditional four hundred one ks and IRAs. Uh, it it is the single biggest tax drag in my client's retirement plan is 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 because they were good savers during their working years and they accumulated a lot of these these dollars into these four hundred one ks and IRAs, and all of a sudden they turn seventy-two and they're forced to take out a certain percentage. Uh, of those those retirement accounts, and each year, because your life expectancy shortens, the amount you're required to take out goes up. Mm. You know, so you start out a little a little under four percent, and by the time you get to ninety, you're going to be taking out north of eight percent of your retirement account, whether or not you need it or not. Yeah. Uh, and so, think about what that can do in terms of your taxable income, again, Medicare premiums, and then ultimately how those assets are passed on to the next generation. Uh, so that that tax trap is what we're trying to solve. Well, you know, well before they turn seventy two. Yeah, and an important point, too, and we're going to get back to the music here in just a second. Uh, a lot of you hear this conversation or hear us talking with Kevin and say, oh, well, you know, that's that's great for all the multimillionaires out there. That's not who we're talking to, you know. Uh, those of you that have any sort of significant retirement that you've worked on for many, many years, 
you would be uh, in this category where you need to be considering what he's saying, right? Yeah, I mean, a high, a high net worth individual has you know net worth right around a million, um, and so you know that would that would include your home, and those are the clients that we serve. And you know the you know the ultra high net worth, maybe ten million plus, also can can be served well with these solutions. But you also have to think about what your tax bracket is now versus retirement. Uh, so it's not necessarily about your net worth or the amount of assets that you have. It's all about what your tax rate is today versus what your tax rate could be in the future based on the information we know and based on where you're saving right now for retirement. Yeah. Um, and so so for even for those clients that maybe don't have a big traditional 401k or IRA balance, and they're looking at new contributions going into the retirement savings, maybe you're a younger saver, you know, that this is where you can actually really get ahead of the game and actually contribute directly into those Roth 401ks and Roth IRA programs. So you don't have to worry about those tax traps by the time you get to your 50s or 60s. Right. Um, so there's, there's opportunities all along the way, uh, you know, for younger savers and sort of the later accumulators is what I like to call them. Kevin Lau is with us from Imagine Financial Security that's uh, based and headquartered right here in our part of Northeast Florida. You can reach him here locally in St. Augustine and St. John's County at 904-323-2069. And the website, again, imaginefinancialsecurity.com. And we would encourage you to, maybe you have adult children and others who are getting started in the process thinking about, hey, how do I save for retirement? I think a lot of folks that get into their 30s and start having kids, they start thinking about retirement. A lot of folks, a lot of millennials and others think, hey, I'd like to retire at age 50. They should sit down and spend some time with Kevin and figure out if that's doable. Yeah, we, we call it the FIRE movement, Financial Independence to Retire Early, F-I-R-E. And, oh, really? Uh, I didn't know that. that was yeah. a, that's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Wow. And so I, I do work with a lot of younger younger clients, frankly, my, around my age, that you know they want to, I think retirement to, to these individuals, I'll say my generation, means a little bit different things that, to, to other generations. I, I believe um, retirement is not necessarily stopping work. It's doing something different. You know, right. a, lot, a lot of the peer group that I work that are in their 30s or early 40s, Maybe they have a really high demanding job. Maybe they're, um, you know, they work in the tech industry, or you know, maybe they're a business owner. And at some point, they want to do something different. Maybe some a passion project that they might have, and so they want to have the financial independence to do those things. Very good. Yeah, interesting. Well, if you uh, are one of those individuals, or you have an adult child who has said they are interested in trying to accomplish that, uh, Kevin obviously can help them get there. Kevin Lau, Imagine Financial Security. That's Imagine Financial Security. Uh, dot com the website and uh, we're going to play a song we'll be right back 